Damn. You are friends with a, a tiger. That isn't real. So okay, like, Hobbs can hear you right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome to the What's Up Already podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and Jerry. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Seniner. Better red than dead. Alec Burgess. Let's get it. And Dalton Bieber. It will get better before it gets worse. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for joining us. As always, we appreciate it. And we're here to talk about Miss Marvel Episode 3. Um. Yeah, go ahead, hit that like, subscribe, bell notification, all that fun stuff. We cracked 100 followers or subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. I know it's all like a little tiny number, but we appreciate everybody that subscribes and tell more people to do it because that's important. And tell them to go see Alec on uh, TikTok because our TikTok's pretty funny. I mean, I get a kick out of it. JJ said I'm funny, guys. Now you have to do it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I didn't I mean, though. So according according to Matson, I think everything's funny though. So yeah, if we're t- if we want to bring back Bill and Ted, I mean there JJ's <laughs> humor level is like sometimes I, I like Bill and Ted. Yeah, well, of course you would, Alec, because I, I'm funny, and so is JJ. <laughs> and you're you're a soul sucking fun sucker. I didn't want to say anything <laughs> offensive there, so I'm just gonna <laughs> not do that right now. But that was a terrible movie. Our listeners, go listen to that episode because if you want to hear me rant and just lean in the JJ, it's a good one. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's it's going on my list. TikTok roast. I love it. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about Miss Marvel episode three. Guys, I continue to love this show. Like, I beyond, like, I watch it in every episode. I'm like, why do I love this this much? But I do. I continue to enjoy this show quite a bit. Um, yeah, we'll talk about something else. I just wanted to say that, and it, <laughs> this 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 episode was pretty exciting for me. Like, I just thought it was funny. The opening confirmed that I was right that these are being at least tied to what the the Cree Nega bands because that hand was the blue hand that was obviously a Cree at the beginning in that flashback. So basically, oh, JJ, they're saying yeah. they're like the unmade without saying they're the unmade in their own way in the Marvel universe. Without because when they're calling the Jin, it seems like it's everything that they were in the comics without calling them the unmade. So does the not confuse time? Yeah, the Inhumans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, th- you know, I, part of it is Disney's, and there's been some backlash. I don't know enough about the Muslim religion to know, but uh, at least part of the Muslim religion is they believe that jinn are real. Like that's a real thing. So um, because they believe that anything that's in, uh, I I was reading briefly about it, so I'm going to misspeak, I'm sure. So I apologize to any Muslims that may be listening, but yeah, like, so, I mean, it's Disney doing some, I think trying to, fully tie in to the fact that this is about a Pakistani family in the, in the Muslim religion. And so I, from what I've read, there are certainly people that think that they didn't do it well. I don't know enough to say yay or nay, whether they did or not, but it was an interesting take to me um, that it's their, their gin and their, yeah, it was that they've been 
banished from their home world or home dimension or whatever it was. So we don't we don't really know why. We just know that they have been. Yeah. Um it seems like they are superhuman to some extent, like strength, speed type stuff, right? I mean that's the way it looked during the fight scenes. Yeah, either that or it was kind of like that Netflix show that we did with Charlize Theron where maybe not super speed and strength, but certainly have lived long enough that they have some fighting well, skills. Didn't one of them, like punch through or like make a dent in like the concrete floor or something. That's the only thing I remember because otherwise they just looked extremely expert at fighting for sure. Yeah, it could be. I don't remember if they went through the floor, but I certainly was like, ooh, they got some skills. Well, that one guy walked past the dude and at, very, at the very least just one hand fisted like knockout. I'm like, well, you could do that as a human. You just have to be very good at what you do. To be yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did have like, I was laughing because I was like, man, she's really good at dodging. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and she doesn't really know what she's doing yet. Yeah. She's still nightlight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that one guy fighting with, though? The one that it wasn't a belt, but it was something. Yeah, it was like a really thick whip or something. It was it, like Indiana Jones meets Marvel. And I was like, that's a cool weapon. Like, I probably would use that. Yeah. I wondered if it was a take on there's a I think it's Indian. There's like a sword that's foldable and it's like a whip sword thing. Um. So I was curious if maybe it was a take on that. Um, We've talked about that weapon before, and I don't remember what movie it was in. I don't in know. In the past episode. I'm glad you brought that out, Alec, because I didn't even think about it. But we, there was a sword that, was it in? Uh, it's like bendy. And it's made of like those. Oh, uh, you know, it's interesting. I just yeah. looked this up on Google. It says, but the Indian martial art of Kalamun Paratu has both of them beat with the Yurumi, a sword that acts like a whip. The Yurumi, uh, so it looks like it's like a ancient Indian weapon, potentially. So maybe it makes sense that we actually saw it in Miss Marvel. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool, whatever it was, Alec, very cool. It, maybe it's I want like, one. It's like a lethal version of Fruit by the Foot. Uh, (laughs) that was awesome those are fun to eat if y'all haven't done that in a while tap your inner child but i was especially fascinated by uh that particular weapon yeah raya and the last dragon that sword that she has extends out into like kind of a whip like that um that's what i was thinking of and that's also southeast asia based so yeah, Yurumi. Yeah. I just found it again. Wikipedia has a whole page. It's like a whip-like blade that originated in modern-day Kiria in the Indian subcontinent. So, it's yeah, it's like a legit yeah. like in Indian weapon of the past. Yeah. Very cool. Well, if you didn't remember anything else from this podcast, we just all learned a bit of history. <laughs> yeah. That's actually um, one of the things I... I know none of us are experts and probably can't confirm or deny. Like, I don't know what traditional uh, Muslims wedding looks like, but they asked that question three times. Like, do you take so-and-so to, to be your husband or wife? And I was, I don't know anything about those traditions, but the show I would imagine is trying to stay rooted in some sort of 
tradition and it was cool to see a glimpse of that because honestly I'd know nothing um, really about that faith and, and such and I think the show's in my opinion done a good job of enlightening me in some of the cultural aspects now maybe others would hate what they've shown but uh, it's been interesting to 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 see a show put um, the Muslim faith in the limelight yeah the only thing that I've read, this is the first time, because I've been looking into it because I've, like you said, Matt, and I've been learning a lot. Like I didn't know about partition. I didn't know, like it was very interesting. Like, I've seen one of Casey's favorite movies to watch is the, the some hotel movie in India. I don't even remember the Mar- best Marigold Hotel or something. It's mm-hmm. a cute show and it takes place in India. Um, and so she's like, I've learned a little bit about that, but as far as, the partition and the other side of that where India is, you know, you think about India and it's India, but I didn't, again, like I said in the first episode, I didn't know Pakistan and, and Bangladesh and they were all at one point one region and one, you know, area. But so it was really interesting to me. And then from what I've read, as far as the Muslim religion and then the, how they're portraying Pakistani family life and some of the traditions, the only thing that people have complained about so far was with this episode and, and how they used the gin um, and how that worked. And I, again, I didn't, I don't remember all the details of it, but that's, so I think they've done a pretty good job with the accuracy up until this point. And then, like I said, some people are pretty salty about the gin thing. So, but well, that's gonna yeah, be- I enjoyed the wedding. They're trying to take the gin and rolling into superhero fake non-reality and it's like well yeah. at some point you're gonna muddy the waters and again this is a comic book and we're watching it on tv yeah yeah and that's you know and and this is neither here nor there but in my opinion this is the problem with what and again i use air quotes but quote unquote like woke america is that you can never fully please that group right like so I think it's cool that you're getting the diversity and you're getting an actual show that doesn't, it's not blatantly obvious. They're actually just playing into what this culture would be in America and some of the troubles and struggles that they go through. And then you get to see the really cool stuff that they have like that, you know, outdoor market that they were at, like the big party and then the wedding, which was really kind of fun to watch. I was like, damn, I wish my wedding was that cool. Like I, you know what I mean? And I thought also I had that same thought that you did Mattson, where I was like, whoa, they make them confirm it three times, which in most, at least American tradition, well, traditional weddings, you only get it once. And I thought that was pretty cool that it's not like a, yep, let's say yes. And, or I do and get it over with, like there has to be a level of confirmation of, you know, about it. Yeah, like, yes, I am committing to this and to make them do it three times. I thought that was really interesting. And that is, I read again, that's something that in Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi, that cultural, it's less the Muslim piece and more that cultural piece of the world is what I read. They do that. And it's that traditional with the dances. And a lot of times they'll have those big party dances like you saw. Yeah. Like they were were watching a Bollywood movie right there. Yeah, it was really cool. And they have referenced in this movie Kingo from the, the, uh, what a, oh man, Eternals. The Eternals. Yeah. Like they mentioned some of the movies that showed him in that plane where he plays his grandpa and his dad or whatever. So, like, they did mention those in the first two episodes. So there is that reference. But yeah, like that's that Bollywood thing. But, yeah, so I like I said I've really I've actually learned more about the, from this show and been more interested in that 
it's made me interested in that cultural piece and understanding a lot of that. So I, I think that that's again, I was talking to I was in Toronto this past week for work and one of my good buddies um, that I work with, actually my boss now, his name's Alec. He's a huge movie buff. Someone will probably get in the show one day. Uh, him and I were just talking about like, do I like this show? Do I not like this show? And the more I just tell myself, you know, I enjoy like like JJ said, every time I watch an episode, like I, I leave feeling just good. Like it's generally uplifting. Like this isn't a dark show by any stretch of the means. It's more whimsical. It's colorful. It's it, it's a little bit over the top to some extent. But it all works for me. But the problem when I try to insert the previous Marvel that I've come to know and expect, this doesn't meet my bar of expectation from what I knew about when they introduced Captain America to Iron Man to, to Thor and all. It doesn't carry that same gravitas for me. But like my buddy was saying, it's Marvel's experimenting and trying something new, kind of like what they did with Moon Knight. Um, which a lot of ways didn't feel like Marvel. This really doesn't feel like Marvel, but I'm starting to be very okay with it. And again, if this was just some show I was watching, I know I would like it because it's different. And I think that's kind of where I'm at, like where I still don't know about the superhero side of this show, but man, I really just like the show. And this episode was no different. I love Bruno. Um, I like <laughs> Kamala. I like uh, just the various family members, the extended family. It just all feels good. Um, and I'm excited to see more of our protagonists here, but I mean, it's coming together well, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Alec, you've historically poo-pooed a little on this show. What did you think of this <laughs> episode overall? I'm still lost. <laughs> like, Fair. as soon as I, I mean, saw... Is that like just a personal flaw of yours? Like, still trying to find yourself? or? Is oh, like, well, you know, just... I mean, that goes without saying. I don't need to advertise that. <laughs> you, 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 hand... you are friends with a, a tiger. That isn't real. So, okay, like... Hobbs can hear you right now. <laughs> First off, thank you very much. Don't worry about it, bud. We'll roast him later. Anyway, so I saw a blue hand and Jin, and I went to Jeannie and Robin sure. Williams. And from there, I was lost because I never even thought about the Cree. Um, yeah. Not even once. Um, because, at least from my knowledge, the Jin in kind of these mythologies are spirits or demons or, um, you know, tricksters. Um, and so I went more mythology, less Marvel. And from there, I just got all my. Uh, turns and twists and confused with a bunch of knots. Um, I enjoyed it because it kind of picked up a little bit and we see now we have like the bad guys and the good guys. Um, but <laughs> during that kitchen scene, I could not stop thinking about Jurassic Park <laughs> mashed up with <laughs> little Leia Organa running away from bounty hunters. <laughs> and that is all that was going through my mind. Um I mean, yeah, I'm the outlier on this one. No questions asked, obviously. Not my cup That's of tea. Right. I, I like the historical aspect, and I think I yeah. mentioned this last episode. I would love just to see the family. I would love to see this Pakistani family go through life as a sitcom because um, I think it would be hilarious. But the superhero, you know, I'm, I'm, unc I'm confused on where, you know, she's the, the angsty teen, but she has – like this great support system that she's not taking advantage of, um, which bugs me, right? Because her mom and dad are, you know, it's not like 
you know, spider, let's say Spider-Man, right, who is living with his aunt and uncle. Um, uncle dies, type of thing. he's got to keep a secret, unsure where to go. He still kind of opens up to Aunt May, right? But then, I mean, not the, not the same support structure. She's got the strongest support structure you could ever ask for if you're going through something. And she's still like, no, nah, I can't tell you what it is. And it's like, if you told your parents, you know, what the bangle is, what happened, I feel like they would move heaven and earth to, you know, help you out and get you answers. And so now we have this moment where she's got to convince her mom to go to back to Pakistan. And I was like, this would be so easy if you just told your mom, hey, I put on the bangle you told me not to put on. And now I can do this. Uh, We got to go see grandma. (laughs) Yeah. Superheroes have to live in secrecy. Well, mostly that's because that's their circumstance. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, to be honest with you, Alec, I think they're leaning towards we'll get to that point where she leans on that support system near the as we get near the end. I think that's her trying to figure out how to do this and understand that she's not the same as every other superhero that kind of has to hide their identity to a certain degree. And not that they do that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe very well at this point. And that's where, you know, damage control comes in is that they're here to unmask every superhero because of the Accords. And so they're still leaning into heavily with that. But I'm with you. I think. But I also think the mom knows more about this bangle than she's letting on, like, because every time it comes up, like the mom seems a little like weird. So I think she has some knowledge of what's going on. Maybe it was that the grandma tried to give the mom the bangle or whatever it was. So because, yeah seem like she has some some level of knowledge of that it's it creates some not good situations in her family but no i'm with you i, I it's an interesting take on it but i like it dalton what about you buddy uh so for this episode i i liked it i didn't watch it right after obi-wan so i learned my lesson from last time there you go good call. <laughs> no i think i think it was a good episode overall I, I didn't know about the djinn prior to this episode, so I didn't know what they were until this episode. Hmm. I guess I kind of just, that was a little redundant. Anyway, um, for me, like, that the woman seemed really shady, like, when she was talking to Kamala. So the plot twist of them being the antagonist was really predictable, especially because I wasn't expecting Damage Control to be the antagonist the whole show. So... It was predictable. However, I do like how it's a stronger antagonist, and I think it's going to build the story a lot more. And I'm very curious where it goes. And then I agree. I, I love the family, and I think the f- the family system just gets better each episode and more complex. And I think it just seems like Kamala is about to crack. Like she's about to crack to her mom and dad about the the bangle. That's is that how you say it, bangle? Mm-hmm. Okay, making sure I want to be culturally culturally woke you know (laughs) but uh, but yeah no i i think the family is going to be give her more support and that she's finally going to crack to her mom eventually but i think the only reason why she hasn't told her mom yet is because her mom like said oh whoever's mom this is should be ashamed so it's like (laughs) i I bet that doesn't help kamala's situation like oh i don't want to tell her but that it's me (laughs) yeah for sure well, we saw that her friend, like, I thought it was an interesting dam- dynamic, too, that her friend that's now a part of the board or whatever with the the mosque is that she was saying that she's 
this person is not helping them, you know, from a perspective of, you know, the attention's on us. Now our mosque is getting raided. So it's like, I feel for Kamal and I like that dynamic because for me, it's we jump in and go, man, this is a superhero movie. Everybody should accept her and think it's great. And I think a lot of people would. And I think there's a lot of people that are pretty excited that, you know, this community has a superhero that's there, even though she dropped some dude on a car. But I love that the mosque leader was like, yeah, but you, they, she still saved him. Right. May not be the best save, but still saved him where he probably wouldn't be alive with a broken arm. He'd be much worse, but so, yeah, I mean, I get, I get the perspective of there's a level of fear there that she will be rejected as opposed to accepted in that situation, especially from her mom, who obviously is very tough on her as parents can be. So I, but I'm with you guys completely. The family is the best part of this show. Like the dad continues to entertain the hell out of me. The brother is amazing. The mom's funny and just an like annoying mom enough that I'm like, this is too familiar in a lot of ways. Right. But so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you, Alec. I could sit and watch a show of like these guys just interacting and having a good time and just really enjoy it. But I think that's my favorite part with this is like Madison said, like I can, I just leave every episode going. That was fun. I had a good time watching it and I don't remember the last time like I just felt I wasn't overanalyzing the show or thinking too much. I just go, God, I just had a good time for the last 40 minutes. Like I that was fun. So I think that's what they're doing the best with this show, in my opinion. It's just Agreed. a good time. Yeah. I mean at this point I just want to see where this story is going. It's now we're to a point where it's kind of built and where I think we're like we've seen a lot of shows. We're going to see a lot more dominoes fall here shortly and on where they're trying to take this, but I'm yeah. sold. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only three episodes left. So it's another six episode. Is there any reveal about there being another season? Like I don't necessarily, I'd be quite happy so far if they wrap this up in a limited series and call it good until she shows up in one of the movies later on, as we've talked about, I'd be okay with it so far. Yeah, I haven't heard uh, yay or nay if there's going to be a set their plan for second seasons. I I just know for sure she's one of the ones besides like the new Captain America and then, of course, Wanda that have been confirmed to be in a movie after this is over. So this will lead right into the Marvels next year or later this year. I don't remember when it comes out, but... It's either later this year or early next year that the Marvels will release, and she's confirmed to be a part of that movie. I'm with you, though. I would be okay if it was just a one-season introduce her um, and then let her kind of have that moment in the movie, see where it goes, and maybe get her own movie down the road. But I, at so far, I would watch happily watch anything that has to do with Miss Marvel because, like I've just like said – if it's as good and as entertaining and fun as this has been, it's a nice break from some of the seriously heavy stuff we've been dealing with in the MCU so far in phase four, because it's been a pretty dark, they're going in different places. It's not even with the comedy level that's there. And a lot of the stuff that they always do, the content's pretty heavy. Like when you think about in the multiverse of madness, like that was a pretty dark show. So, and had, there's some heavy consequences coming. Even like Loki, that show was pretty heavy. WandaVision was pretty heavy. 
the Captain America was very heavy. There's not a lot of lightness to the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now outside of their forced comedy, which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. But So this show's been a nice break because it's back to some of that goofy. Even though there's serious stakes, it's pretty fun. Until we so. watch the new Thor and we see his clothes get away. <laughs> and all yeah. Ladies faint. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> ladies, I'm gonna faint too. Geez, yeah, no kidding. Even <laughs> even even Zeus gets a little wobbly there in that moment. <laughs> yeah, that one should be interesting. Um, that's soon too. That's like two weeks away. Yep. All right. Any final thoughts on Miss Marvel? I think we've covered quite a bit for this episode, so. I just want to. I just want to quickly. While we're on the topic of Phase Four, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you, do we think Ms. Marvel might be connected to Shang Chi? Just because mm-hmm. during the flashback of the partition, I'm pretty sure they found the bangle right where it's. It was like the ten rings on the ground. Son of a bitch! I'm gonna have to go rewatch <laughs> that now. Like that's. I'm pretty sure. I'm like I could be wrong, and I was like maybe that's like some of the Kree okay. stuff you guys were talking about. But I'm pretty sure. In the partition flashback, they find the bangle right on top of the Ten Rings. Or it's like an engraving of the Ten Rings. I wanted to make sure I pointed that out. That would out. make it's, sense because his dad was a you know, conqueror. Right? <laughs> nope. it's, it's both you, wrist wear. You are perfectly correct. The, yeah. the chamber that they Ooh. were in is tied to, it's got the Ten Rings in the floor. Thanks, Dalton. You broke well my done, brain, sir. <laughs> JJ, the only... you should be ashamed. I am. <laughs> I I am ashamed and thoroughly proud. Well done. Mm. I did not even see that at all. <laughs> I was so intrigued by looking for Cree artifacts and things like that that I completely missed the ten no, rings I, on the I, floor. I have some unfortunate news for you. JJ's being highly complimentary, and I've been friends with him long enough to know that this is his way of writing off the show. So this probably will be your last time with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I cannot have I cannot have anyone out nerd me, dude. <laughs> well, it was uh, fun while it lasted. Oh, good uh, fine, man. That, that's in, you should write one of these uh, blog posts that everyone has. You're, you're one of those investigators. Right. Uh, we now will we now will turn to you for these inside scoops and not JJ. Man, well played, sir. That's good because that means I can talk a little less. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. The, no, well the... played, man. Like, wow. How did I miss that? Like, it's blatant that shot. Yeah, that they like... have an image of. Yeah, and it was yeah. like because before the episode, like like a couple of days prior to the episode, I think like there was a thing going around that Kevin Feige said that you know it's going to be soon revealed like where Phase Four is going or where the direction of Marvel's going. Yeah. So I was like trying to find any connection I can, and I was kind of thinking, well, Shang Chi, you know, the the rings is wrist wear, the bangles wrist wear, maybe it's connected. And then sure enough, like I was like analyzing the episode, and sure enough, I saw the ten rings. <laughs> My respect has deepened, but get off my show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, and it's like, it, it really works, too, because India's right below China. Pakistan, they're all right there in the south side of China. So, I, son of a bitch. That's well played, I guess, sir. I guess the only question is, is it like when, I forget his name in the movies, but Shang-Chi's dad, I think it's Wen Wu. I think it's his dad's oh, name. Oh, the, 
Yeah, Wenwu. Was it like was it does that the cave he may have found the rings or is that something he explored and because it's the ten ring logo that he uses so I mean maybe yeah. it's just something they like explored and marked their territory so it could just be that too sure well and it's an interesting concept that maybe at some point the ten rings had a storage facility for lack of a better term for maybe they found artifacts I mean the dude's been around long enough that I'm sure he's found. <laughs> other artifacts but if you didn't have the jinn if you weren't a descendant of the jinn the which they've that's one of the ways that matt when you brought up that they're tying it kind of the inhuman piece of her as opposed just not inhuman but calling but having it be jinn is that it seems like you need to have that descendancy from the jinn have the jinn uh, which is the way that inhumans work you had to have the inhuman gene for the the crystals that they use to trigger your powers to come to activate. So it seems like she need, you need to have the gin uh, blood or gin descendancy for these bangles to actually work. So maybe when Wu found them and they were being stored, or maybe he had a fight with the Cree son of a bitch. Now my brain's going crazy. <laughs> what if the Cree and the fucking 10 rings had a battle uh-huh. and some sort of you back way back in the day. Mm, see could very likely be too well i think we're gonna find some of that out in these next couple episodes and then the sequel to shang chi yeah which which i'm excited for which was probably the best movie best movie other than spider-man in my opinion yeah shang chi was i i I really enjoy that movie um yeah well man dalton now you've given me shit to think about and look into so well, disappointed in myself. I'm, Our viewers I'm here for the quick now, We now have two Marvel experts, maybe just one now. Uh, yeah. Jason may have lost his title for the time being. Man, I got distracted by the fun nature of this show and forgot to look for serious connections to the greater world. I'll tell you straight up, listeners, did not see that at all. Also, probably needed to close my, my curtains because it was a little hard to see in the darkness. So I probably still wouldn't have seen it. That's why I do this podcast, because I have people like Dalton and JJ. At least you're in the same universe. I was over here saying you got a friend. (laughs) You need a friend like me, man. I was having fun looking for magic carpets and talking monkeys. Yeah, I love that you see a blue hand and go right to Genie. Like, (laughs) Again, this is a man that is friends with a tiger. It's fair. got a name. It's Hobbs. Two Bs. Hobbs. fair. All right. Well, there it is. Miss Marvel episode three. I'm very interested to see where the show goes, especially now. God, so many tie-ins to the wider universe, introducing new concepts from the universe. Just having a good time with this show. But uh, Dalton, tell everybody where they can find your content, my friend, and what you got going on right now. Uh, so they could, um, if you're listening, you can find me on TikTok. Um, I pretty much say it every episode, but if you, if this is for some reason your first time joining us, uh i pretty much i work at a fun park and what i do on my tiktok is that i do wristband call outs and then sometimes i just do theme ones so like i've done a star wars one i've done a marvel one yeah just kind of cool stuff like that and i'm planning more stuff really soon i promise and his tiktok oh there we go if you're watching the video son of i hate cameras down below (laughs) dalton wb that's where you find them um mattson tell everybody where else they can find us buddy yeah, if you want to see videos of a tiger named Hobbs with two Bs, I'm sure I'm going to get roasted here by 
said Tiger, probably today, tomorrow. Tuesday. How did you know? Um, check us out on What's Our Verdict on TikTok, most especially. That's how you interact with us. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You'll see some of our posts on what has dropped or will drop. Uh, check us out at whatsourverdict.com to see what is upcoming. Uh, some upcoming things. Certainly Thor Ragnarok drops in a couple of weeks. Um, we're getting close to the point where we will finish uh, Stranger Things because uh, that gets released. The Boys is almost uh, done as well, and we'll kind of go through the, the last episodes there. And let me say, cannot wait for that because there's been some juicy stuff that's happened. Um, we just finished Obi-Wan, if you haven't listened to that. Um, we've got like She-Hulk coming out later. Um, I know that we want to do Bullet Train. Um, and I'm trying to think of the other big movie that's dropping this summer. Maybe it's just Thor Ragnarok and Bullet Train off the top of my head that I can think about. Yeah, those are the ones I can think of. Yeah. But we have been getting some requests for some movies that we don't want to watch, and we will watch them. <laughs> Charles, if you're listening, that's yep. you amongst other people. Keep them coming. We love it. We love the interaction. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep, there it is. Thanks, Madsen. Thanks, Dalton. Thanks, Alec. Hang on. Okay. Do you know where Hobbs comes from, Madsen? Yeah. Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes, right? I love okay. that. That's just, my favorite comic of all time. I just yeah, like roasting our tiger. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I love the headband. Like he looks like Bruce Springsteen Hobbs all the time. So I uh, got the, the tiger maybe boss a in the back. Podcast uniform, JJ. I know. I love it, dude. I, a shirt and a headband. As, as soon as the guy gets his voice, you're done. So <laughs> shoot, you're gonna have to live outside now, Hobbs. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinemagic out.